Ahoy there, welcome back to the Bible Pirate Advent Calendar. My name is Matt Valor, this is Day 10. Fast forward a thousand years, back to the future where the rulers of Jerusalem sat by the banks of the Euphrates, far from home. Will we ever go home again? One child asks his mother. You told me stories about the great city and the big temple where Yahweh lives. I want to see it. Will we ever go there? The mother looks out across the water to the rising walls of the city on its distant shore. Nobody knows where Yahweh has gone now, not since the temple was burned to the ground. The madman Ezekiel said he saw Yahweh flying like wheels across the desert to find his people in their strange land. But can you trust a man who lies on his side for a year and cooks his own poo in public? Mind you, sometimes when the sun is setting and the shadows are all askance, the crazy folk seem the most sane. It's this new normal that feels all wrong. Mama, will we go there? The child persists. One day, my child, she says soothingly. Yahweh is coming, and he will set us free again, just like he did before. You remember the stories we've told you. It happened many hundreds of years ago, when our people were in a foreign land, far across the desert, and couldn't escape. Yahweh found them and set them free. He is coming here. He will come here. Tell me the story, Mama, said the child. Very well, she replied, glancing nervously at the great temple of Marduk in the distance, their sworn and secret enemy. Taking a deep breath, she continued. It all begins long ago in Egypt. Well, many hundreds of years had passed and there was a new king in Egypt who didn't know about Joseph. Israel's family had settled in Egypt and his children had more children and their children had more children until the Hebrews, as they were known, were a large population of people. The new pharaoh turned the Egyptians against the Israelites, spreading fear that they would betray Egypt to its enemies. So the leaders of Egypt made the Israelites slaves and set them to forced labour. They built the great store cities of Pithom and Ramesses, but the more they were oppressed, the more their population grew. All Egypt lived in terror of the sons of Israel and exploited them harshly. From the cities to the fields, they made their lives bitter. The king of Egypt spoke to Shipra and Pua, the Hebrew midwives. When you help birth Hebrew children, kill all the sons and save only the daughters. 
but the midwives feared the gods and disobeyed the king. So he called them again. Why have you saved the male children? he asked. Because the Hebrew women are not like Egyptian women, they replied. They are so powerful they have given birth before we even arrive. Elohim was good to the midwives, and the people of Israel continued to grow. So Pharaoh commanded all his people, Every son who is born shall be thrown into the Nile, but every daughter who is born may live. A man from the house of Levi took a daughter of Levi as his wife, and she became pregnant and birthed a son. When she saw his beautiful face, she hid him for three months, and when she couldn't hide him any longer, she made a box with a lid from papyrus, covered it in tar, and set it down in the reeds by the bank of the Nile. His older sister stood at a distance to discover what would happen to him. The daughter of Pharaoh came down to the Nile to bathe while her female servants walked along the banks. When she saw the box, she called to one of them to retrieve it. Opening it, she saw the child in tears, screaming. She decided to save his life. This is one of the Hebrew boys, she said. Stepping forward, the boy's sister spoke. Shall I go and call a Hebrew woman to nurse the child for you, she asked. Pharaoh's daughter agreed, so she went and called the boy's mother. Take this child away and nurse him for me, said Pharaoh's daughter, and I will give you your wages. The child grew, and she brought him to Pharaoh's daughter, and he became her son. She called him Moses, which means, I rescued him out of the water. When Moses was grown, he went out to look at the burdens of his brothers, and he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew. So he looked to check no one was watching, and then he killed the Egyptian and hid his body in the sand. He went out a second day, and two Hebrew men were fighting, and Moses said to the one in the wrong, Why do you keep on beating your friend? Who made you our ruler and our judge? The Hebrew man replied, Are you going to kill me like you killed the Egyptian? And Moses was suddenly afraid. Word has got out about what I've done, he said to himself. When Pharaoh heard about it, he tried to have Moses killed. But Moses fled from Pharaoh. He travelled for many days out of Egypt, across the Sinai Peninsula, and into Midian at the northwestern edge of Saudi Arabia. And he sat down by a well. The priest of Midian had seven daughters who came to the well to draw water for their father's flock. Some shepherds tried to drive them away, but Moses leapt to their defence and then watered their flock. When they returned, their father, Jethro, asked them, Why are you back so early today? They replied, An Egyptian helped us against the shepherds, and even drew water for us. Where is he? their father replied. Why did you leave him? Invite him here to eat with us.
Moses was willing to live with the man, and he gave his daughter, Zipporah, to Moses. She birthed him a son he named Gershom. I have been a stranger in a strange land, he said. After many days had passed, the king of Egypt died. The sons of Israel groaned under their oppression. They cried out and their cry reached the gods. Elohim heard their groaning and remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac and with Jacob. Saw the sons of Israel and recognized them.